0: the the progressive move of the holy spirit for 2023 is already in the atmosphere we've been we've been receiving prophetic words by the spirit of god i've been uh, online listening to many uh, well-known apostles and prophets who speak the word of god in truth the the prophetic words coming forth and what's proceeding for 2023 and i say that only to encourage you because what we hear them speaking, we've already spoke. By the Spirit of God, we spoke through this, this ministry out into the atmosphere. And it, again, it's an encouraging word. <coughs> Excuse me. It's an encouraging word because so much has taken place in this 2023 in the lives of God's people. And I know that I know that it's the preparation of what he's taking us into for 2023. And there is a work of excellence that is now in the atmosphere. But it is up to the individual, to every born again believer, every son and daughter of God, to step into the atmosphere, inquire of God. What is he saying? What is he asking you to do individually that will bring together corporately what he's about to do in 2023? There's an emphasis going out right now that there's a, a building upon. It was a decade of the apostles and the, and the prophets that have come together and uh, were built on the foundation. And now God's bringing in 2023 a year where the evangelists are going to step in under the leadership of the apostles and prophets to take the word of God out into the the highways and byways. Amen? And so all this too is a prelude to what God is emphasizing for 2023 that he's equipped us for such a time as this. The other direction God has been speaking to us for the last three years is to develop times of intimacy, to get alone with God. The decade of 2010 was a year of where the Spirit of God was drawing His people into a place of righteousness and holiness to follow after His word. We stepped into 2020 as a decade of consecration, where God's going to take a full decade of pulling His people, separating His people unto Himself, so that as He speaks to them, they're going to hear with a clarity in their ear amen the the ability to see in the spirit through the lens of the holy spirit would become so clear it would be as if you're going into a in front of your television or, or to a movie theater you sit down and you see what's on the screen it's going to be that clear this fine-tuning this development by the spirit of god for the body of christ is so essential for 2023 and i i just want to encourage you it's going to go into the word here in just a minute i want to encourage you as god is leading you to speak in the life of an individual don't hold back Get the mindset of Christ and say, okay, as God speaks to me, just go over to uh, anybody and begin to, can I pray for you? Or is there a need in your life that you need? Can I pray for you? Don't hold back. And I'm telling you, the moment you step into that, the gifts of the Spirit will become activated in you. And as you complete your prayer time, a prophetic word will flow out of your mouth. And that prophetic word will be so precise, so exact, that the person that you're speaking to will know that it's not you that is coming straight from God because it will be those personal things in their lives that they've not discussed with anybody else but God knows about them. Can I get a witness in the house? So as we move into this, we want to talk tonight about salvation belongs to God, to our God. And I'm going to read some scriptures. If you want to take down notes, we're not going to put all the scriptures up on the on the screen here. But I'm going to read a couple of these scriptures and then we're going to I'm going to step after that after those scriptures, I'm going to step right into the pro- prophecy that God has for us tonight. So I ask you, open up your ears. Come on, saints. Open up your ears. Hallelujah. To what God is speaking to us tonight. And again, the last two weeks, the, the draw, the draw by the spirit of God uh, into the, the acknowledgement of this child, this, this Christ child being birthed into the ear, God becoming flesh. Is just so resonant in me right now, and here's what God is asking us. I'll give you an example here in 1 Samuel two one, the Bible says that Hannah prayed and she said, out of her mouth, out of her heart, with passion and intimacy, uh, excuse me, intimacy with the, with with the Lord. Hannah says this. My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because, because I rejoice in my salvation. And she's speaking about enlarging over enemies. Those, uh, it refers to those spirits that have come to uh, work through other individuals, through flesh and blood, to torment her in her mind. Amen? And she rejoices in her salvation because she would have, she could not bear a child for so many years. And God hears her cry. Come on. The gift of salvation is being heard here. And God moves on Hannah and gives her the ability to birth a child. In Habakkuk 3.18, it says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Again, the concepts of salvation, the reality of eternal salvation is now being uh, reiterated uh, in Habakkuk. It says that when there seemed to be in the, in the teaching of Habakkuk, where it seemed to be no no provisions, this was in the time Habakkuk prophesies. He says, "Yet with, without the provisions before us today, yet within my soul I rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the I will joy in the God of my salvation." Acts four twelve, the Bible says, "Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none." other name under heaven given amongst men where we may be saved. Peter, full of the Holy Spirit, speaks as to prophesy that the name of Jesus was given that through that name and by that name all can be saved. Romans one sixteen, Paul declaring to the church of Rome is after, after Paul has been through all that he's been through. The humiliation and and uh, the the mocking and and the beatings. He refuses to compromise compromise based on what he experienced. And he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. After Paul's road to Damascus experience, Paul extracts the shame of embarrassment from his life that would prevent him from declaring the power of God's word for salvation. And then we turn in the closing here on the scriptures here, we talked. we turn to what, what I, I personally believe is one of the most profound examples of God's love in such a simplicity, such a, a, a simple form. Romans 10, 9, 10, the confession of our faith. Come on. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, Jesus is Lord you will be saved. Amen? For the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so we're focusing in tonight on this this celebration of Christmas 2022. And our focus is on this holy child Jesus. And that in this, uh, I, I believe that many believers We neglect to understand the depth, the reality of what this salvation offers us. And we go about our every day, every day after Christmas, every day going back to this routine of living. But I truly believe in this, this year 2022, as the Spirit of God moves and releases this this prophetic word, many are going to be caught up in the concept, the realities And the revelation of how powerful this free gift of salvation is for our life. Because it's not temporary, saints. Somebody. It's not temporary. It's eternal. It's eternal. Here's the prophecy. Today, allow this free gift of salvation. What is eternal? What is everlasting to everlasting? Become a reality to what is life giving to the life of my Son and Holy Spirit who lives in you. As you continue in the days that are in front of you, turn to the counsel of Holy Spirit. The counsel that comes from my throne room of glory, where heaven reveals the great, indispensable, essential key to life. As you take counsel... He will reveal the depth, height, and the width and the length of the power of my love through the salvation that was revealed to the life of my Christ in the earth. Positioning yourselves with your heart at the feet of my son Jesus from a dispensation of power, you will experience a radical and intense progression of heaven's wisdom and knowledge moving and operating through you with my arms wrapped around as a mantle with love and with protection. This this dispensation will reflect the glory of my spirit that will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. It too will have a dramatic effect on every soul that comes across your path, inspiring you to disciple those who are in need. The prompting, the motivation behind this dispensation will lead you into opportunities to reveal my free gift of salvation to those who are in desperate situations that only my love can deliver them from. It is I, the Lord Jesus, the great I am, that has given you the divine ability to work through every circumstance, through every situation, taking the acts To the root of any tree that is not producing fruit that is from my kingdom. That That the roots be dealt with in the proper manner, eliminating the reproduction of their kind. And to combat the powers of darkness, destroying their plans intended towards you. That proper and productive manner is in using the power of salvation to deliverance, redemption, healing for the reclaiming of souls that are lost, confused, and without my direction. I, the Lord, will direct you through inspiration by Holy Spirit, positioning you first in the Spirit, then or escorting you through open doors of opportunity exhibiting heaven's demonstration of miracles, signs, and wonders. That the world will not be able to disclaim as my power working through the lives of me, my beloved. Yes, you are my beloved. Called by me. Anointed by me for such a time as this. In this decade of consecration, the resounding echo in the spirit will be souls... Souls, souls will resonate within your inner man bringing concerns knowing that I, the Father of glory, is preparing my son's bride to receive his bridegroom, says the Spirit of the living God. Can I get a witness in this house? Can you receive that word tonight? And so tonight we're going to have to, have to uh, open up our spirit to, to get an understanding of how prophetic symbols are when they're written in the word of God. And as this word was being downloaded, I said, God, you're going to have to help me on this one because it's it, and, I mean it's, it's re- related to the word of God. And a lot of times these prophe- prophecies will come or word of knowledge will come, but you don't find the description written in the word. It doesn't discount it that it's from God. Amen but it gives an explanation of more in-depth of what God is saying. So let's go to the screen in Luke chapter 2. Again, our focus tonight is on this great gift of salvation, this Christmas of 2022. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was the first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea and the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house of the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that, should be, that she should be delivered. Here is the evidence of God's plan, a confirmation with his intention to let it be known to man that God is God. Verse 7, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped, somebody say wrapped, wrapped, Wrapped. come on, somebody say wrapped. wrapped, wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same county, shepherds abiding in the field. You all know the story, but we're going to get a little more educated tonight. Keeping watch over their flock by name. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, I want to put a pause on this right now. Because as the days progressed in this this development uh, by the Spirit of God, uh, in us and through us, we're going to begin hearing the voices of angels. One person in the front row. Got it. You're going to start hearing voices, audible voices of angelic beings speaking to you. Verse 10 And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, Jew and Gentile alike. In other words, in all humanity. And here's the confirmation. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The angel is very specific in his declaration. And this shall be a sign unto you. The angel is is sent to speak a uh, a uh, uh, a personal word to them. And here's what he says, and you shall find, here's the confirmation, message, please get this deep in your spirit. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. There is a direct correlation. And if there's someone in the room here tonight who's not experienced this, let us know, because so, we want to pray, pray on you. There's a direct correlation, a mutual relationship between God and man. The connection of two specific words showing themselves plainly, providing the evidence of how God intended, <coughs> excuse me, to reveal his free will of his free gift of eternal salvation to the life of his holy child Jesus. So he's at that moment, suddenly, immediately, instantaneously, a sound, a prophetic sound that could not be denied. Many of you hear. You've heard those sounds coming from heaven that can't be denied. And in verse 13, it says, And suddenly there was, with the angel, a multitude, one single angel. And all of a sudden, as this declaration is being made, a multitude of angels, the Bible says, of heavenly hosts, begin praising and saying, praising God together in unity. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace goodwill towards men. And it came to pass, as the angels were going away, on them into heaven, returning back to their starting point. Somebody hear this. Returning back to their start, starting point from their destination. The shepherds said one to another, let us now go even to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. In other words, what is it saying? Let's, let's go. Let's go and check this out. And, and let us be witness to the fulfillment of God's prophetic word. In Isaiah 9 6, and we're going to finish up here. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is, da- a son is given. And understand that as, as Isaiah is, is speaking this word, he's prophesying this word, it's a word of knowledge given to him by Yahweh himself. So we see that through the scriptures, uh, Isaiah now is seeing the future, something that is about to take place in the future. He doesn't see it in his lifetime, but he knows that as he speaks it out, God will honor that word and God will bring that word to pass. And I say that to each one of you here today, that as God has spoken over your life prophetically, you may not see it happen right away, but in your lifetime you will see that prophetic word spoken over your lives come to pass. God's not put it in reserve for you to step into eternity and say, oh, well, you didn't get what I prophesied to you. No, it's in its alignment with the, the, the timing of God for your lives. Isaiah 9:6. And unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace shall there be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The Fulfillment of that word coming to pass as Mary, Mary is visited by the angel Gabriel and begins to have a conversation again. An angel audibly speaking to Mary. He did it then, he's going to do it now, and he's going to do it again and again and again. And so in this conversation, Mary realizes that something miraculous is going to take place in her life. That God has called her to be a chosen handmaiden. And in this portion of scripture, the prophet Isaiah speaks of revelation given him by God. About a savior that would be born with the responsibility that he would be anointed by God. Assigned to be a savior. Isaiah prophesies of a coming child, a lad, an offspring, a son. And the prophet saw in the darkness of Isaiah's uh, excuse me, Israel's rebellion in the midst of the confusion and darkness over the, the people of Israel, Isaiah sees a Savior. Come on, as a boy, an infant being born to them and that he would be a great light unto them, that he as an infant child would grow to become a man, a Savior, and a Redeemer to humanity. Saints, God's love is so great So profound. A love that still, to this day, is unexplainable through the wisdom and the knowledge of man. At the beginning of Jesus' birth, we see a prophetic act by Mary. Now, please stay with me on this, because this is where it got really challenging today. Please see this as a prophetic act. And ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what he's done for you, what done on your behalf. Can I get a witness? See, at the beginning of Jesus' birth, we see a prophetic act by Mary. And as it was in their custom at that time when a baby was born, the, the, the mother would take the baby and wrap it. Now watch this. Would wrap it in swaddling cloth. Well, the cloth that they had uh, at that time would show the wealth that they obtained. So if you were poor, your rags or your, your swallowing clothes would be less in value. But if you were uh, you had prosperity and the, the swallowing clothes that you wrapped your child in would, would be wrapped, it would show the prosperity in your life. Now stay with me on this because I was going crazy today. Hallelujah. So what they would do, they would wrap the children up like a mummy with only their faces being revealed. Stay with me. Come on. Amen. And looking into the face of the child, those who looked upon them would see, would only see the innocence, the guiltlessness, the blamelessness, the whew, God, hallelujah! The freedom from guilt, the freedom from blame, and no condemnation. They're looking upon this baby, freshly born, and all they can see. Come on, all they can see in the face of that baby, now watch this, wrapped in that swaddling cloth, all they could see was all the total innocence that was upon that child. Tonight, we've, we've been directed to put an emphasis on the birth of Jesus in this Christmas 2022 because God wants you to step into the reality, the revelation of how powerful your salvation is Amen. or the salvation that he's given you. Amen. And so I'm going to ask you to do some homework this week. Read uh, Mark uh, chapter 9, verse 36, and it goes on and explains, and it sets you up for what I'm going to read to you right now. And the Bible says, oh Jesus, I got to pull my pants up. Oh my God. Woo! Karalabas <laughs> The Bible says that amongst the disciples and everyone, everyone that was there that Jesus took a child. Come on, stay with me. And he set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken the baby, the child in his arms, come on, when he wrapped his arms around that baby, he said unto them, whosoever shall receive one of these One of such children in my name receives me. Don't make me come out there and slap you. And whosoever shall receive me receives not me, but him that sent me. Oh God, help me here. Loved. On the day of your salvation, you were that child. taken in the arms of the father his arms wrapped securely around you consider his arms representing that swaddling cloth and as he takes you in his arms on that day of salvation all that he sees Come on. All that the Father can see in your face is your innocence. The guiltlessness is somebody in the house. The blamelessness, the freedom from guilt, the freedom from blame, and the freedom from condemnation. Oh God, hallelujah. See, it was in those days, saints, uh, that their custom to wrap the swollen cloth, those bandages, Tightly wrapped around a newborn. Come on, tight. And it represents the rank, the nobility, the prestige, the importance of the child. That was indicated by the splendor and the costlessness, the expense of those bands. On your day of salvation. Oh, somebody help me here. Hallelujah. On your day of salvation, the mighty arms... The wealth of the Father of glory. His prosperity. His opulence. His treasury. His abundance were wrapped around you. His arms bearing the symbol of those swaddling cloths. And at that moment when the Father looked upon your face and into your eyes. The only thing he saw. Come on somebody. The only thing he saw on your face was the guiltlessness, the blameness, and the freedom from guilt. He did not see fault in you. He saw no defects in you. He saw no failings in you. He saw no imperfections of you. He saw no deficiencies, no lack, only the pure innocence that is reflected in the life of his only child, Jesus. And that is in you. On your day of confession of Jesus, Savior and Lord, at that moment, every eye in heaven and the earth and under the earth became witness to the power of God's love through the life of of the Christ Jesus that is given in you. And as one of God's creation, one of his chosen, you are wrapped. Oh, somebody, I pray. Oh, God, 2022, Maraca, as one of God's creation, one of his chosen, you are wrapped in the swaddling clothes of the arms of God's unconditional love, providing you with eternal salvation as your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Can I get a witness in this house? And we're going to finish this up. And during, during the writing of this today, it was, again, we've been teaching you that we can't go by our feelings first. We've got to go by what we know. Then once we know what we know, then we step into the, the uh, senses of, of our feelings and allow the Spirit of God to move on upon us. And today, when this was coming forth, I knew what I knew. God speaking to me. And he's giving this out to every one of you here today and those of you that are online. Saints, do not underestimate yourselves and this great gift of salvation that God has given you to the life of Jesus. It would come up, you know, at this time... Of year and, and throughout the year also, but more specifically around this time of year, why do these things take place in our lives? they don 't make sense according to the Word of God? Why do situations arise? Why do we experience things that, are, that seem to be contrary to the Word of God? And yet we have to understand based on the Word of God, God has a plan and a purpose. There's a design and an objectivity. We may not have all the answers. We may get it while we're on the earth, or we may get it when we step into eternity. But there's a specific plan and purpose that is destined by God for every one of our lives. Don't underestimate yourselves in this great gift of salvation. The writer of Hebrews, Hebrews put it this way, and I got this today, oh my God, I have to go back and, and do a depth study because it was the mirror was in front of my face. Hebrews 2, 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? And we're gonna we're gonna help you out tonight. And I say we, the Holy Spirit and myself, we're gonna help you out tonight. Salvation is not only being saved. Hear these words, saints. The free gift of salvation, it encompasses and is found in every area of a believer's life. Health, finances, relationships, opportunities kingdom purpose everything that crosses the life of believer salvation is found every time you approach the throne room of God, uh, the throne room of God in prayer salvation is found every time you step out to pray for an individual lay hands like you did tonight salvation is found when there's great gain in our lives salvation is found when we have lost in our lives, salvation is found. Everything this oh my God, I, I can't emphasize more the birth of this holy child Jesus It's not just to say yay, yay, I'm born again, I've been saved. It's a life that represents... The life of Christ. It is every, in everything that we do. Everything that God is exacting us to do. Salvation is found in every area of our lives. Now I don't know what you're going to step into this, this uh, Christmas 2022. But I, I, would, I highly recommend and strongly suggest as you step into it. Look into the salvation of this holy child Jesus. Of what it's provided us for. It's not just temporary. It's eternal things. You're going to carry this into eternity. Amen? Amen. And your reward will be great. Because a reward won't be of what you've done on the earth. Come on. Your reward will be great of what God did to the life of his son in the earth.